Welcome back to the CA Power Player Podcast. I'm here with Cody Askins. Today we got a special guest. I do not know that I have had a direct mail marketing company on our show <laughs> ever, but it makes perfect sense because Cindy Sill with Insurance Marketing Hub has been incredible, amazing. They've actually been supplying all the direct mail for the Ultimate Agent Show, and they are crazy busy and got a lot going on. Cindy, welcome to the podcast and the channel. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Cody. I'm excited to be here with you today. I am excited to interview you. I get so many questions about direct mail and just how like it is it, it is and always has been uh, the highest quality lead available, um, consistent, reliable for the most parts. Um, I would love to talk through, um, actually, you know what, before we get to kind of your story and company and some details, um, you have been you've been to 8% and you're getting involved in the ultimate agent. Like you're, you're, so we're starting to like collaborate and do some stuff and you're getting more involved with everything we're doing. Um, yes. I'm grateful for that number one. So thank you. You're uh, very welcome. But I'm curious of, of why, cause you've got a successful company. You don't have to do it, but it's awesome that you are. I love the momentum that you're building with this and your the energy from these young agents has been exciting um, and it's almost like a new breed of um, for the industry. So it's exciting to watch them move into the into the final expense or mortgage protection areas. Um, the other thing is, I'm a big believer. I, I know I'm a direct mail person, but I've always been a big believer in multi-channel marketing. Yes. Um, and I know that a lot of your guys have been in the digital space, and I think introducing them to direct mail and when to use direct mail and when to use digital was a big key factor in this. And the reason that I decided to sponsor the second um, ultimate agent was just how successful they were with the direct mail on the first one. And it was just fun. Yeah. It was just a whole new excitement that you brought to the industry. Well, thank you. It's awesome. It would not have been what it was without you and your support. And they do love the leads and direct mail campaigns from Insurance Marketing Hub, which is which it's helps. I mean, we, they're writing literally, for those that don't know, or maybe haven't seen the show before, or you haven't been able to check it out, um, they're writing 10, 20, 35 grand in five, six days. Like, it's crazy numbers. Yeah, but it's a huge testament to like, if you have people to talk to, and it's a source that like, people are actually looking for information, need your help, then, and you got some people to help you along the way, then you can have a lot of success. And they definitely have. Yeah, they really have. Uh, well, I would love to talk about your journey and how you ended up here today and like, you know, how you ended up in the direct mail marketing world um, and helping all these people in the industry. Uh, what, where did, where did you start? What, what was, how, what, what, tell me about Cindy Seal. Okay. Um, and, and actually I came, my background was in speech communications, journalism and marketing. So mm -hmm. started my career in, um, public relations and was working more for associations. Um, but I was married to an insurance agent. So ah. I had my career and then he was doing um, final expense, which I didn't even know what final expense was at the time, but I did his mail for him when we first got married, which was wow. weird in and of itself. <laughs> I know. Little did I know that would be my career. Um, Long since got rid of the husband, but kept the career. I see so. that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I started doing, um, I started working with a printer years ago 
Um, and we were doing just mainly mailings for folks, but then we started doing more insurance related mailings and we started looking at cost per lead and sort of were the one of the real companies that started the cost per lead in the, um, in the final expense space. Hmm. Um, worked in that world for about, I guess about eight years and then started my own company six years ago. Wow, and great. one of the things that I, when I started my own company, what I was looking to do is to take everything I learned about a cost per lead program, which is really data and analytics, how to get the best return, how to, how to use the data, how to model the data, and then apply it to a um, cost per thousand mailing and create sort of a hybrid program. In the industry, there's, there's two types of things you typically see. In direct mail, you'll see a typical CPM program is a, what I call a spray and pray. Hmm. It's like you mail all the data and then you hope you get a good return. Um, yes. In the CPL world, they're targeting the data more, but in, they're really doing, when they're doing the analytics, it's to get the best profit margin for the company. So I wanted to use data and analytics, apply it to a CPM program so that I could work with my clients and let them make educated decisions based on data about what they needed in a CPL. So that's the hybrid that I wanted to create when I started the program. I love that. So that's what we do. Yeah. And you do it really well. I, I know some, some large relationships that love working with y'all and that you keep their agents very busy, very consistently, and you do it very fairly. Um, you seem like a, not only a very intelligent individual, but someone that loves math and numbers and data. Yes, yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I like to geek out over it. <laughs> yeah. I love it though. Where, where does that come from? Is that all, have you always been like that? Um, I'm analytical by nature. Um, I think working in the CPL world that kind of tapped into that, but mm. I, I mean, my team, we're a bunch of geeks. We love it. And we'll sit around looking at numbers and trying to get the one one hundredth of a response rate better. And it's, yeah. it's like a game. I mean, it's completely like a game and it's fun. Yeah, it's cool. Um, like the geek squad, except for Best Buy for insurance. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> It is like a game, um, marketing in this space. That's a great way to put it. Um, how, how would you say that like, if, if someone had to like understand and comprehend a little bit of like constantly making a game of it and innovating and creating and like trying to come up with fresh ideas and campaigns that continue to get results for six years or even 60, right? Over decades. Um, Talk through that because I feel like that's really a vital part of your role. Yes. Um, main thing starts with data. I mean, that is probably the biggest way you can get lifts and response rates. So one of the very first things we did is we created a data model that predicted the most likely responder based on hundreds of different of data selects. Hmm. So it's computer generated algorithm and it's mixing hundreds of different selects, like, do you have a dog? Do you have a pool? Do you own a car? It takes that combination and says, this is the person who's more likely to respond. So when we buy data, we always start with a model first and we buy data through this model. We also use multiple data sources and then we waterfall through that model. The other piece of it was the second layer is we manually score the remaining data data mm. to basically say, okay, here's your next best, here's your next best. And then there's a whole group of data that we don't even mail because we know it doesn't respond. 
it's the response rates are so low on it that it'll drag your average down. So starting with that, data is your key. Once you have a really good data strategy, then you move into continuous testing and you're looking at cards, you're looking at design, you're looking at language. I mean, it gets to the point where you're looking at where do I put the word life insurance? Is it in the first line? Is it in the second line? Does it? And we will test mm. movement of words, placement of disclaimers, placement of the data capture. So it's it's tedious, but you start to learn what works and you start to learn what gives you lifts. And then depending what a client needs, quantity or or whatever, we can work with them and say, I know you want a $40 lead in, mm -hmm. the, in the US, the only way you're gonna get that is if you split test this lead against this lead and you only use top tier data, which means your quantity will be lower, but you'll get to the price point you want. So it all comes down to, you know, you've seen the triangle that is um, quality, quantity, and cost. Yes. You can get two, but you can't get three. Yes. So, taking that triangle and figuring out which side of the triangle is most important to the client and then working the data and the language and the card to give them what they need. That's awesome. That's so smart. I, I didn't, I've never had anybody explain it like that, but it makes a ton of sense. Yes. Uh, and I love that. Yeah. So, so what all does insurance marketing hub do um, for agents? So right now we're offering um, direct mail in mortgage protection, final expense, and Medicare. And in Medicare, it's MedAdvantage, Medicare Supplement, T65. So those are our, our primary products. Um, we are getting into, um, we're starting to launch some digital now. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I'm a big believer in you need to have it all in order to do it. And we can talk about that in a little bit, why having a mix of everything is important. But Yes. Um, those are the main products that that we focus on. We will dabble and test other products like we've been testing IULs. We've been testing annuities, um, constantly looking for um, new markets that our clients are interested in. I love that. I know yeah, I know a lot of people that would totally also geek out over like the IUL and annuity piece when, as, as you're testing that. That's cool. Yeah, those are tough ones. Those are harder markets, but I love trying to get in. We even did a little testing on um, the uh, under 65 market um, mm. with some of the, the new uh, changes that were made, um, trying to test that out. Did not crack that nut. That was a big failure. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool that you're trying, though, constantly, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so mortgage protection, final expense, Medicare. Um, what, what are some like... If an agent's like, I've never done direct mail before, what do they kind of need to know? What's some do's or don'ts? We spend a lot of time talking to agents, especially newer agents, about direct mail. Direct mail is not for the faint of heart. Um, it, it is a, you have to have faith in it. You have to have consistency in it because direct mail is not a, it's not instant gratification. I feel like um, digital is much more instant gratification and yeah. it's it's a cheaper area to play in. So when you get, you know, fake leads or because you are going to get that when you're doing mm -hmm. your your digital, it's just the nature of the beast. True. Um, but you can kind of stomach it more when it's a cheaper lead. Um, direct mail can be expensive and it's expensive because the quality's there. And 
the you can shell out because the way return rates work with direct mail, it works on a bell curve. So you can drop about three to four weeks of mail before you even see your first lead coming in. So mm. for a young person who doesn't have much of a budget and they're dropping, let's say, five hundred dollars per thousand. I mean, they could put out two thousand dollars before their first lead returns. Most younger people really get scared at that point because budget reasons. So what I always tell young people is start with your digital, build up some cash flow. So you've got cash flow, invest in your direct mail while you're working your, your digital leads. And that way you can feed them. And then you mix, you blend. Um, I, I feel like the response rates on direct mail are really solid. Um, national average is about 1%. And in some states, it can be considerably higher. Mm. Um, I think on the ultimate agent, we pulled a 1.36 awesome. in your last ultimate agent. So that was really good. Yeah, it was super um, helpful. But the other thing about direct mail is because of that bell curve that you get when you get in your leads, um, somebody wants 10 leads a week, you're not going to get them the first week you order, like in digital, you can order that week, you can have your 10 leads, but in direct mail, you start getting your leads three to four weeks, but they don't all come in at the same time. So it's about consistency and week after week to get that 10 leads a week. And when they stop, they see this big plummet and they're like, Oh, what happened to my leads? So it's just a different flow than they're used to if they work digital. Yeah, it's interesting. It's funny you say that because we had agents literally every day they would come up to the studio where our um, IT guys are and they're like, have we got any more direct mail in? Have we got any more direct mail in? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. You have to go find out. But and they're like, yeah, we got we got 20 more. I'm like, okay, sweet. Let's disperse them amongst the team. Yeah, so it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. So you kind of have to get them used to that and um, – just teach them how it works because it is the, especially younger agents, it's a world of instant gratification. Sure. So direct mail is um, to be savored like a good wine. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm a, I'm actually, I'm a bougie wine guy. So this is great. There you go. I love that. We're going to share a bottle of wine together. This is good. I would love that. <laughs> I would too. Um, I know that y'all have predominantly worked with larger agencies, mm-hmm. companies, right? Um, who do you work with? Who do you work for? Like who would be a good fit for insurance marketing up? I would have always told you before, you know, it's an IMO. Somebody who's ordering a minimum of a thousand leads a week is typically who we worked with. And it was the funny part is, I don't know if you know this or not, but we never worked with individual agents until your show. And yeah, no, we'd never, it it just wasn't our market. So, um, when I was approached, hey, do you want to sponsor the ultimate agent? I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, we'll do it. Whatever. Um, when you aired, I remember waking up and I, first thing I do is take my cell phone and check before I even get out of bed. I'm looking at email, you know, yeah. and I'm like, it was all these requests for mail. I think I had 20. I was like, what the heck is this? And it was agents calling and <laughs> we were not ready at all to be able to handle the influx. I just didn't expect it. I did sure. I did your program for fun. Um, yeah. But it was really, it was great. So that's how we started servicing individual agents. And it's still, um, we still turn down a lot of individual agents to work with them because we don't think they're ready. Yeah. Um, 
But if they are ready, we will work with them. And we look to build a relationship. We don't like to be the transactional guy. We're looking for someone who, who wants a relationship and wants to mail consistently. Yes, yes, yeah. You, you've, you've been phenomenal at that piece. Like I have a tendency to wait to the last minute to do stuff. And that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't work in the direct mail world, right? You're like, no. you're like, we should have mailed this out last week, but that's okay. We'll make it work. I'm like, sweet. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we no, got you've been, Your communication has been amazing. Like you talked about speech communication, journalism, you know, like you, you've been amazing to work with. Yeah. So it's been fun. I really do love working with your, your show and with all your team. You have a great team, by the way. Appreciate that. They're fun They're to awesome. work with. Good. Yeah. We do have a lot of fun. They're, they're pretty amazing. Um, is there any, what have we not shared that would be relevant for an agent or agency in regards to direct mail or marketing? Um, I think we covered like consistency. Um, yep. Trying to think of anything else that is, um, oh, you, you mentioned why a mix and like multi-channel. Yes. Um, I mean, the mix really is important because first of all, what we found is, the consumers in a digital and the consumers in a direct mail are different. Um, so if mm. you're doing both, you're not going to tap the same market. You open up a broader market when you do both. So I think that is important. It's also why we're getting into the digital side of it because cool. we want to open up a new market. The other piece of it is it is cash flow. I mean, you can burn and churn through your digital stuff and not kill your budget. True. Um, but then that can supplement your direct mail and your direct mail can increase your cash flow. Um, from a standpoint of just making sales, I think your direct mail has a higher quality, higher commission mm -hmm. or higher premium on it. Um, so I think the balance of it gives you a very good, um, I guess, uh, long-term plan for being able to fund your leads Yeah. Um, and, and make money. Um, and I think that's, that is one of the key factors of doing that. And then the other thing I tell young agents is don't be afraid of buying age digital or something that's been worked in the past, even age direct mail, because what we have found is there's about 30% of leads never get called. So when somebody says, oh, I bought these leads, they're now aged for direct mail, it can be one year, two years, three years aged, call them, act as wow. if it is a brand new lead because 30% of them, 30 to 40% never touched. So I love that. That makes so much sense. I'm glad you said that. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy amount that don't call them. And then I like that approaching age. Hey, just act like it's new. You know, that's great. The other thing I would say is even with your digital and you know, this all too well, um, don't do a one touch and expect to make the sale oh or to God. make the connection. You've got to, even with direct mail, call different times of the day, call different days of the week, pause, leave voicemails, don't leave voicemails. You've got to mix it up. If you have not touched that lead a minimum of seven times, then it is still a live active lead. Yes. So. I love it. I love it. Yes. That's so good. Uh, and agents need to be doing that more. Well, Cindy, yeah. this has been um, incredibly amazing. I love hanging out with you. Uh, if they want to learn more about Interest Marketing Hub and look at possibly working with y'all, what should they do? Um, they can reach out to us at leads at insurancemarketinghub.com. Um, and that's probably the best bet. Um, there is a contact form on our website, which is just insurancemarketinghub.com. And they can reach out that way. 
Um, I have a great team. Eric and Chase are my go-tos for orders. And they, when they work with an agent, they will talk with them. They will find out what their goal is, what they're trying to achieve. They will run counts for them. They'll look at historic response rates. So they can really set expectations for what the agent will experience if he, if he does direct mail. That's awesome. I love it. Cindy, thank you for being on the Power Player Podcast. And I appreciate Interest Marketing Hub and you for your time today. All right, Cody. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Huge thanks to Cindy Seal. Go check out Insurance Marketing Hub. Let us know in comments below what you've thought of today's episode, and we will see you on the next episode of Power Player Podcast.